Chapter Twenty of Pee-wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee-wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keats Fitzhugh. Chapter Twenty. Stop. Suddenly, something. It seemed like a shadow across the window outside. If Peter's little room had been downstairs, he might have thought that a specter of the night was passing. He looked up, startled, dumbfounded, and while he gazed, the tall, dusky apparition passed back across the window again. Half frightened and very curious, he raised the little sash and looked out the night was dark but the sky was filled with stars not a light of man's making was there in all the country round about he concentrated his gaze along the back road and tried to pick out the spot where peace justice fee's house was thinking that perhaps some sign thereabout would furnish the key to this ghostly mystery but there was not the faintest twinkle there nor any sound of life only solemn unanswering darkness somewhere in the woods a solitary screech owl was hooting its discordant song is is anybody here peter asked his voice shaking there was no answer nothing but silent enveloping darkness peter groped behind him for the old piece of broomstick which propped the window open and with this in place he leaned far out and gazed toward the little graveyard where his father and his grandfather and all the simple forebears of the lonely neighborhood had gone to their rest not a sound was there in that solemn little acre he strained his eyes and tried to identify the place by deacon small's tall white tombstone but he could not make it out suddenly just above that silent hallowed little area a tall gray thing appeared then disappeared as suddenly peter trembled yet gazed in fascination he was fearful of he knew not what yet he could not withdraw his eyes from that spot had some one some thing from that little graveyard come to his window and and gone back again to its musty rest was it could it be hardly had he the chance to think and conjure up some harrowing fear when the dusky column appeared again then disappeared then appeared again then darkness whatever put it into peter piper's head he never know but quick like those very flashes occurred to him the very words that he had been saying over and over to himself but a few minutes before saying over and committing to memory three dots or flashes s three dots or flashes s three dots or flashes again it arose that ghostly apparition and filled the dark sky above the little graveyard this time it remained for one two 
three, four seconds. Peter's hand trembled now for a new kind of excitement as he groped behind him. Suppose? Suppose there should be three long appearances now. That would be, oh, were these signs expressed in ghostly strangeness, just the figments of Peter's excited imagination, just the Morse code haunting him and coloring his fancy? He put his finger on the black symbol on the page and waited. Two, three, then a pause. S. T. O. His finger held upon the page trembled as he lighted another match and still another and moved his finger to another printed symbol on the page and the long dusty column over beyond the graveyard came and went now for a second now for several now for several again then for one short second stop said peter his voice shaking as if indeed some ghostly spectre were upon him somebody somebody was talking to him some scout in real khaki attire out in the great world peter did not know where to place his waiting finger next a mighty hand had been raised in the black solemn night and had said stop had sprawled it across the open page of the heaven peter waited as one waits for a spirit to give some sign he kept his eyes riveted upon the general service code lighting match after match and throwing them on the floor as the fickle things went out some day some day maybe peter would have a real flashlight with a switch button a flashlight of shiny nickel that he could polish such a flashlight as he had seen a picture of in boy's life a flashlight that would not blow out sometime he would maybe end of chapter 20 recording by john brandon